Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair, and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church, during which we will share in reading, reflection and prayer for Sunday the 13th of December, the third Sunday of Advent. Our reader is Marion Cowie, and our hymn is sung by Patricia Hunter, accompanied by George Knight. And so the prophet Malachi wrote, Behold, I send my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. Let us pray. Living God, we remember this day how you prepared the way for your coming. To your servant Abraham, you promised blessing. For all the world through his offspring, To your prophets you spoke your word, promising the Messiah would come, bringing peace, justice and deliverance for all your people. To Elizabeth and Zachariah you promised a son who would prepare the way for the Lord, John the Baptist, making his way through the wilderness. To May you promised a child who would be called Emmanuel, God with us, born to save his people from their sins. And through John the Baptist, you announced the fulfilment of these prophecies in the person of Jesus, the light of the world shining in the darkness, as you have promised that Christ will come again. So this day, prepare our hearts and minds for his coming. For you give us a new hope. Let the earth rejoice. Amen. Oh
The Gospel of St John, chapter 1, verses 6 to 8 and verses 19 to 28. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. And this is a testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent by the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then if you are, are you baptising, if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered, I baptise with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong on his sandal. This took place at Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptising. Amen and thanks be to God. When I was very young, each year, at or near the beginning of December, I would wake up most mornings and open the curtains in the hopeful expectation that it had snowed. That, combined with the promise of Christmas, just around the corner, made for a very special month in my mind. Admittedly, that was a combination of the wonderful sight of glistening snow and a world transformed, but also the prospect that the school might just be off, the waiting and the anticipation. In more recent times, there has been the recent tradition of the idea of the mischievous elf on the shelf that keeps an eye out on children in the days before Christmas to spot any mischievous behaviour. Our own young people in junior church this year have been making an angel on the shelf instead. This is a brighter, more positive idea in which an angel keeps an eye out for any good deeds that young people might do. Many different traditions and cultures have different stories or folklore that lead up to Christmas. I read recently of the Icelandic tradition of the Yule Lads, thirteen mischievous mountain-dwelling pranksters that appear one by one from the 12th of December to harass people. If children are good, then a small gift is left on the windowsill. If not, then a potato is left instead. The Yule lads set up and get up to all sorts of pranks, 
Everything from stealing sausages or wooden spoons to slamming doors in the middle of the night to wake people up. The traditions and the preparation for Christmas can run from the fantastical to the mundane, yet central to it is the unfolding of the nativity story. Yet we don't begin there today. We begin with the, with the words of John the Baptist calling us to prepare the way. No shepherds or angels today, just a breathless messenger dressed in a hair coat, eating wild locusts and honey, eager to make an announcement. It's about as far as we could get from how we think we ought to be preparing for one of the biggest Christian celebrations. The Gospel writer John leapfrogs stories about the nativity and rushes straight into the good news about Jesus' ministry. No lingering with the baby Jesus, like the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, just straight in there. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What is this beginning? What is this Gospel or good news? Who is this Jesus that he talks about? Before we get wrapped up in all the tinsel and decorations and carols and mangers, this is what we must grapple with if we are to make any sense at all of what our faith is about. Our Christian faith is about good news and is about reaching out to every living, breathing person and saying to one and all, you are loved, you are saved, you are special. Advent, Christmas, Lent, Easter, Ascension, Pentecost, if we have not grasped with the immensity of you are loved, you are saved, you are special, then our experience of faith will be a spindly, stunted thing with no texture, no intricacy, no wonder and little depth. After John's opening discourse, we are presented with another starburst of John the Baptist, that explosive, edgy, unsettling prophet preparing the way by baptising and then setting out Jesus' credentials before he comes. And so John prepares the way, telling of a great light that will come and challenges everyone to be prepared. John appears in the most self-deprecating of ways, which is a refreshing culture shock for us today. I'm not the Messiah, he says. He came as a witness to the light, so that all might believe through him. And in the opening verses, the immediate disclaimer, he himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. John came to prepare for the light, he was not it himself. John is questioned by the crowd around him, the priests and the Levites, and follows up with a series of no responses to the questions about what a great figure he is, and how he might draw the crowds and why it is that he baptises people. Who is this John instead? Just exactly what God has called him to be, that is who. The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, someone destined to prepare the way for another, a person called to point others to Jesus Christ. And that itself is enough.
In the same vein, when each of us responds to God's call, we respond as ourselves, and not who cultural pressure or world or our social media, media invite us to be. We also discover then that being ourselves is enough. In his letter of the 30th of April 1944, from a, from a Berlin prison, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the thinker and martyr for the Christian faith, wrote, The things that keep coming back to me is, what is Christianity, and indeed, what is Christ for us today? Early in the story of the Christian church, the writer of the Gospel of John was concerned with just such radical questions that Dietrich Bonhoeffer asked. He was part of a community in or around Galilee, and they wanted to help them in the face of their country, their community, their church that was facing crisis and change and challenge, and to help them understand why it mattered to work out what Christianity was and why Jesus Christ still mattered. It was true in the first century, and it is still true in the 21st century. It is that same old question, what is Jesus Christ for us today? How can we present the person of Jesus, his teaching, his hopefulness, his power to transform, his light, in such a way that People will find themselves then saying, I don't know much about this or what it means, but I know I need some more of this in my life. Can we find our Advent voice this year to speak into the silence and the void of pandemic, into the places of hurt and difficulty, into the times of bereavement and poverty, into the wilderness? to be the bearers of light and hope that transform the waiting and preparing into journeys of hope and a promise of something better. The Christian Advent tradition calls us to listen to John's voice, to prepare the way, to be the preparers of light, to take and be that authentic voice of the church out into the world to know that one and all are loved, that they are special, and that the time is near. And so this Advent, let us go and be preparers of light for today's world. Amen. a couple of questions to help us reflect and journey into the coming week. What Advent traditions do you have that bring hope? And how can we bring light to our communities, to our church and to our world today? What Advent traditions do you have that bring hope? And how might we bring light to our communities, to our church, to our world today. 
come now to a prayer of gratitude and concern, a prayer for others. Let us pray. In the midst of a rushing world, a chaotic time of year, a hurried way of life, we take time to be still. Because God, you tell us again that we are loved, we are special and we do matter. We take time to be still once more, so that we can prepare, as the prophets of old guided people to do. With minds full of things to be done, with hearts burdened with issues both personal and global, with souls weary and filled with anxiety and concern, we take time to bring ourselves to you, God. Light of our world, shine upon us today. In a world of plenty, yet with so many doing without, in a world of abundant love, yet overshadowed by hate and indifference, in a world craving peace, yet tainted by war and mindless brutality, we take time to pray for our world once more. O loving God, we bring before you places and people known to us, who live under such darkness or pain, worry or concern. O light of our world, shine upon us today. As we bring our prayers to you, God, May we remember that we all have a part to play in bringing light to dark corners of this world. Use us, we pray, to bring hope, peace and love to those known to us and to those we might never meet. Through our words and actions, may your light be shown this Advent. O light of our world, shine upon us today. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. And so we go, as pilgrims towards Bethlehem, making the paths straight, preparing, leading onward with expectation, hope and joy. Thank you for joining with me for this time of worship today. And now, the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those you love, this day and every day. Amen.